What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Where the Bear podcast, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, cross-country edition coming at you here today, and why not? After a 12th place finish in Louisville, the head coach of the Oakland cross-country program, Paul Rice, joins me, as does Jacob Bowman, but I'm going to call him Jake the rest of the day. We talked about that beforehand. He said he's cool with me All right. calling him Jake, but coach, appreciate your time as always. Jake, appreciate you carving out some time, too, given the busy... Uh, school load and everything like that and uh, you guys Jake I, I want to start with that because you and I were just chopping it up this Louisville meet is a big time national meet there's no other way to say it you guys finish in the top third at that meet take us through that I mean I mean what, what what's going through your mind what what's going through everybody else's mind I mean this is this is big boy school here it, it really is and going into the meet I guess we were just you know, going there to do the best we could. We didn't have really any expectations. We knew what we wanted to do as a, you know, individuals time-wise. This was just our first 8K. Uh, we were going there to get a good one in, and it turned out we took 12th, which was incredible. I did not see that coming. Uh, Bryce put in an excellent performance, getting under 24s for the first time. Uh, Connor and uh, Brad, they ran, I know, low 25s. Not exactly what they wanted, but I know... It's a strong performance, especially for a first 8K. Mm -hmm. And then we had our strong sick, our fifth with Keenan Jones. And to place 12th without one of our better runners was impressive. Uh, Andy Bowman was missing the race. So it, we, I, it was a great finish. It was a great race, fast race. Coach, what about it? I mean, did you expect this? I mean, I, I know you always kind of give me that nod <laughs> when, when something like that goes on. Because you, yeah. you're, never, you're never like that. Like, you, you don't. Every time, you always give me the PC answer, but you always give me the little nod. And that's when I know when right. you're telling the truth right. or not. Uh, right. Like right there, you just kind of gave me the little nod. Yeah. Did you expect this? <laughs> well, you know, like Jake said, not having Andy, who's one of our, we know one of our top five. He's still coming back from that that surgery, and he's ready. He's ready to go now. But um, you know, th this is a really strong group, and 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 they've been doing this a while, so. We knew that we get to a meet like that. I knew we get to a meet like that on a national stage, um, that level of competition. Their their juices are going to get flowing, and they're going to they're going to probably surprise themselves, and that's what they did. Um, and I don't think necessarily surprise themselves from a performance standpoint of the times they ran, but uh, just the way they responded to that environment. I mean, it's such a an action packed race. It's it's a congested environment, and a lot of high level athletes, high level teams there. So um, was I surprised? No, I wasn't surprised at all. I mean, we've been talking since last year about, you know, shooting to be top 10 in our region. If, if you want to be a top 10 finisher in the Great Lakes region, you can't be in the middle of the season, not even in, you know, rank near that top 10. So this is what these guys deserve is that, that ranking now of 11th in our region. And exciting to know that we're, we moved from 15th to 11th in the rankings in one week without even having all of our, our top five guys racing so that we're getting recognized for our depth for our, the quality of athletes we have and and uh you know we, we still have some more noise to make that's for sure jacob bowman joining us here on the where the bear podcast brought to you by the evans law group special cross-country edition the head coach paul rice as always as well and, and jake this is something i asked bryce when when he was sitting here i asked rachel this when when she was sitting here uh, she was sitting in that chair, though. Bryce sat in that chair. She, Rachel was sitting yeah. in the other chair. Uh, but this is something that I that I asked them, and, and I'll pose it to you as well. Do you fully grasp what's going on here with this program? Because this is something that I've talked about for a very long time. I mean, you, you have runners competing at NCAA Nationals on ESPN. 
you're going to to Louisville in big boy school, as I said, where you have the top. Like, there's no there's no soft fields. There there's none of that. Like, people are they're they're running for keeps at this thing, and and it's all high level. When you got here to today, did you think about this? I mean, was it was this a possibility to you? This is definitely something I've always thought about. Uh, we knew when we were coming to this program that we wanted to make some splashes. Uh, we knew it wasn't all that developed. It was coming along, but mm-hmm. we really wanted to help. And if you ask me if I expected to get where we are now, where we finished 12th at Louisville, I'd, it's it's hard to say. Uh, you, know? you can be honest, man. <laughs> I guess I can believe it. Uh, yeah. When you have someone like Bryce Strady, who just basically motivates the entire team to do better, uh-huh. I guess you can expect these kind of things to happen. Uh, so, yeah, I guess... I kind of did expect this to happen. You know, Coach, it, it seems like you and I, every time we're talking, we're talking about yet another step mm-hmm. uh, that, that the program's taken. I mean, mm-hmm. it's to the point now where if you don't do something noteworthy, everyone's like, man, is everything okay over there? I mean, but, right. but, that, but that speaks to where, where it's come this quickly. Like, it's mind-blowing, isn't it? Or no? Yeah, it, it is. You know, I mean, I think when, you're, when you look at goals and you look at uh, – long range planning you know it all it all looks amazing on paper but you know there's a lot of things that have to fall in line there's a lot of things that have to happen for all those things to 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 come to to fruition where your you know your goals and dreams start becoming reality and you know jake's a very humble guy um you know he talked about bryce but the reality is you know bryce would sit here and say none of this is possible without the the team of guys or you know all these guys together and, and and jake's been uh you know, has gone through some amazing transitions in his last couple of years. Um, you know, actually his entire career here, he's gone through some amazing transitions between handling higher volume, handling more mileage, ha- handling just workouts that I don't think he ever thought he'd be able to do. And that's that that's the same across the board with all the guys. And that's that's what's gotten us to where we are as guys that believe that they can do anything. And um, even as crazy as it sounds sometimes when you talk about some of the stuff that I want him to do and some of their expectations, um, they, they do. There's a belief that we'll get there with hard work and with a little bit of luck and, and following the right path. So, yeah, I think, it. you know, five years ago when these guys stepped on campus and came out for those official visits and, and I hoped and prayed they would commit, um, <laughs> that I think we'd be here five years later talking about this stuff. I, I mean, I knew that was a possibility with these with these guys. But it's, it's with any sport, you know, you, you put – three to five athletes together that come in as freshmen and will it all play out the way you think it can um that's all just you got to let it play out but it's just been a, such a fun ride with these guys and and they've all been an integral part of you know the the success we've seen at, at the the conference regional and national level and um you know the, the challenge now becomes what do we do after this year <laughs> you know with these guys graduating sure. but they have done everything in their power uh to leave a legacy and to establish things here that uh, there's just no way we're going to take a step back when they're gone. They're, they've set us up for some great success in the future. And, and this year is going to be hard to top when it's all said and done. I know what, I know what we're capable of accomplishing and so do these guys. So the excitement continues to build throughout the season and, and uh, that helps recruiting and, and the program can still continue to take more steps. Sure. Hey, Jake, I wanted to get into you a little bit in particular, your career and how it shook out here at Oakland you, you roll on the scene you're the Horizon League freshman of the year in, in Oakland's first year in the conference which 
to me, I'll, I'll real talk it for everyone out there, which means you have to go, you have to compete at a freshman of the year level plus 20% because you got to pay that new team tax in that, <laughs> you know, for, for you to get that kind of accolade for the, a team's first year in the conference, you have to go above and beyond even that. So you do that. You roll out the next year, all horizon second league team performer. Can, career continues. 2016, however, last year, you don't compete. You get injured. Um, your sport is a unique one, and I, w- I would think that injury probably plays more of a factor in a cross country than it might in, in another sport because everything has to be pure in order for you to be at the top level. I'm always intrigued. I always ask this question of athletes that, that have missed significant time because of injury, how were you able to put that behind you mentally and, and compete at, once again, a high level? Well, um, actually, Andy was the one who was injured um, with the the leg injury. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't have the injury, but uh, coming back from any kind of injury is difficult. Uh, it takes time, and it's really frustrating, especially in a sport like cross-country, where the longer you sit out, the further you're setting yourself back. Sure. And in this sport, you've really got to push. You've really got to be healthy. You've really got to keep clicking, clicking to get to your goals. So it's not an easy thing for sure. And it kills you to have to sit from the sidelines and watch your team go while you're just sitting there. And Yeah, it's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, a- absolutely. I mean, there, there is no doubt about it. But but as you as you look at it, you know, in, in terms of, of what you guys have done, and, and, and we've talked about this, and Uncle Paul, as I like to call him, head coach Paul Rice, you know, he said that the, the final chapter is yet to be written for you guys. So so as you keep an eye on it, and there's two more events left before you guys will wrap it all up and compete for your ultimate prize, which always intrigues me because there are no do-overs for you guys. There is no halftime. Uh, there's no room to make adjustments. When you when the gun goes, you guys go, and you're competing for everything that, that you train for. But you look at – you you have the, the short course meet against Central Michigan – the Bradley event is always a is always a, a fun event as well. You have two meets in two weeks. You have to get things together at the end of this month. The Horizon League Championships here on campus. Everything's on the line. Where are you right now, and what do you have to do until October 28th to be ready for that? Uh, I feel pretty good about it right now. Um, if the Louisville meet was any indication, I think we're all ready for it. But we all have to stay healthy. We all have to you know, stay away from sickness, injury. We have to keep pushing because even though we did put in the good times, you have to show up on that day. You, nothing's for certain. Uh, IUPUI, they were really close to us. Mm-hmm. And if we make that mistake, if we raise it wrong, we don't do the right things. They could be right on us. They could push ahead of us. So everything's just got to go right. And we'll you know, keep striving to do the right things in practice and we'll keep striving to keep our heads in the right place and make sure that we take nothing for granted, no teams for granted, mm-hmm. and just go out and if we can go out and do what we're capable of, we're going to have this title. What What about that, though? I mean, Jake, when, when you look at it, and as I said, there, there are no half times for you guys. There's no adjustment period. There, How do you deal with that kind of pressure? I mean, when that gun sounds, you have to run your race. Oakland has to run their race the way that you guys know how to do it. How do you deal with that pressure, not only building up to it, but once that gun sounds? I mean, how, how do you keep all that? Because you do have to block it out to some degree, mm-hmm. I assume. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you still have to be cognizant of the strategy and everything that you're doing. How, how do you do all that mental balancing? Absolutely. Well, I know personally for me, um, 
all the nervousness and everything, it starts right before the race. Uh-huh. But as soon as that gun goes off, everything's it's gone. Because honestly, you shouldn't have to be too worried. Uh, it's not like other sports, like basketball, where you can play defense, volleyball, you can't block a spike. Sure. You're capable of doing what you're capable of doing. So once that gun goes off, you know all you have to do is do your thing. Um, I don't know if that works for everybody else, uh, <laughs> pressure-wise, but for me, it's always that pressure's gone once that gun goes off. I know where I need to be, and I just keep striving for it. Well, Paul, I, 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 I lean to you in, in that regard. What about you guys as a coaching staff? I mean, you have all these different athletes, all these different styles. Mm-hmm. But you, you've done this at a high level. What what worked for you when when you were all American level? Well, um, you know, back in my day, we we I didn't handle pressure really well. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I mean, my 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 fourth year running here at Oakland, I you know as a senior, and and you know I can relate to what these guys are going through. That you know we had we had we had finished second um, in the GLIAC way back then. Um, my sophomore and junior year so it was like you know you finish second and the only thing you can do is you know strive to win that championship and that anything less than that was going to be unacceptable our senior year and we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and and um we didn't handle it real well i don't i don't think i handled it really well and i think we kind of crumbled on, under that pressure but these guys are a different breed than i was back then and we were back then and they they really um they they eat live and, and breathe you know the the pressure that goes with the sport and being the position they're in, so they're used to it. And uh, at the same time, they're they're con- they're a very confident group. And that that's what they should be is confident, and that's what really gets you, I think, through those pr- high pressure moments is knowing that the work has been put in. And like Jake said, the gun goes off and you do your thing. You you wouldn't necessarily say they go into cruise control and things just happen because they still have to be, you know, making the right decisions along the way. But uh, they these guys have worked side by side. You know, I say I've said it before. You know that we they go to battle together, and um, the, the last thing I usually tell them before every race, and I think I I probably say it so much they don't even hear it now, but I always say with each other for each other, and that's that's the last thing that I I leave them with before we do our little cheer before we we start racing, mm-hmm. and it's with each other for each other, and that's just a reminder to them that their brothers are battling just as hard as they are, and uh, you know when you're out there running an 8k maybe you're running next to your teammate and you have a feel for how he's how he's doing but for the most part you you know there's guys behind you there's guys in front of you you don't you're, you don't know what their breathing pattern is you don't know how they're feeling you're hoping they're doing well and you you know that you're going to fight as hard as you can for them hoping they are doing the same for you so that's really this group is really on that page of, of fighting for each other and fighting with each other in these races and um it's it's shown from the, the level of success we've had and, and you know you mentioned a little earlier about the you know the red shirting and and the you know the guys like Jake that didn't run last year because he was redshirted back in the fall and you know that was all part of a master plan and um, you know that with our great great coaching yeah it is actually I'll take all the <laughs> I'm gonna take all the credit for that but you know these guys we have a very unique opportunity by sitting out uh, Jake last year and sitting out Andy last year and and um, sitting out Bryce the year before to have them as fifth year seniors be able to compete at home for a championship to go out on top on your home course and that in itself I think um, has really given these guys a lot of confidence those expectations are very high but knowing that we've done things along the way to put them in the right position and everything is is falling into place and that that just brings that level of excitement up and and the confidence is growing you know day by day in workouts and week by week in races and and uh, that's you know we're, we're, we're almost there it's hard to believe it's two and a half weeks right. away and 
you know, and, and speaking on Bradley, um, obviously it's an exciting meet coming up here for us, uh, the, the tune-up for the Horizon League Championships. But just as importantly, you know, the IPUI coming into the Horizon League, we talked about this on, on some previous podcasts, but, you know, they have quickly become our rival. And, uh, you know, they beat us the last couple of years at the regional, and uh, they've been really good. Uh, so we're going to see them again at Bradley. And we had a, a chance to compete against their men's team and their women's team. And, and uh, that's where, you know, we have to make another statement to them uh, now that we're back, back to full force. And these guys know that. So uh, you, they get a chance to maybe deal a little bit with the pressure there two weeks before mm-hmm. the, camp, the conference championships and running against IUPUI more head-to-head in a little smaller environment than Louisville. And, and that'll really play a big factor of where we're at going into the championships everybody will know that you'll be coming in playing for keeps there's yep. there, there's no question about it you're listening to the where the bear podcast here on the golden grizzlies itunes and soundcloud page all you got to do open up that itunes app on your phone search golden grizzlies and click subscribe and you'll get all the episodes downloaded directly to your phone you can listen them to your car on the way to work home from work wherever you are you can listen to the golden grizzlies here on the where the bear po- podcast brought to you by the evans law group and attorneys who have the ability and align excellent legal knowledge with sharp business savvy provide real value to their clients dedicated to assisting businesses with their employment and labor law issues the evans law group provides real value to their clients perhaps this is why u.s news and world report recognizes the evans law group as one of the best law firms in the united states and for the ninth straight year has recognized its founder cameron evans as one of the top lawyers in america in the field of employment law to learn more you can visit them on the web at www.evanslawgrp.com my name is neil rule the voice of the golden grizzlies here with Jake Bowman and head coach Paul Wright, special cross-country edition of the Wear the Bear podcast. And, and Jake, one of the uh, things I wanted to get into with you and anybody who's been to the arena sees up in the hallway and the various uh, graphics that are wrapped around, and they, they may have seen you before on the wall there. And something that, that I've always looked at in a lot of the pictures, you, you, you wear that headband when you run, and, and it says on there, never stop fighting. I've always been curious. I, I want to know the story behind it. Um, what's the story behind it? Uh, well, that happened around, I think it was my sophomore year, uh, indoors. And there was a family back in my hometown. Mm-hmm. Uh, their mother has cancer. And honestly, I just wanted to so, uh, show my support. So I asked my mom to, uh, if it was, uh, well, first asked the family if it was okay. And asked my mom to get me a headband. Mm-hmm. And that's what they got me, and I've been wearing it ever since. Uh, I've always been a fan of wearing headbands in the first place, but mm-hmm. I just want to show my support, and I think it really ties in with running. You know, keep strong, keep going. So that's really all just trying to so show support to that family yeah, that that's, we've been friends with. That is, that is pretty incredible, and when you do think about it, you know, I, being a guy that, that runs sometimes it is it's more that mental battle than it is physical. I mean you're in shape you know you know that you're in shape I mean you've done all the leg work as, as coach Rice likes to say the haze in the barn all the time but <laughs> running is more of a mentality sport probably the most isn't it uh, definitely if I had to split it up I'd say it's definitely 50-50 between mental and physical um, it really gets in your head you know especially in track doing all those laps yeah, it'll kill you <laughs> and you just want out sometimes there's exactly. no doubt about it so coach I asked Jake this question so I'll pose it to you as well here we sit just a few days away uh, from that little meet that you guys have against Central here yeah. uh, on campus with the Bradley P 
Pink Classic Invitational coming up in Peoria, Illinois. That's on October 13th as well. That's the one where everybody's going to kind of point the finger to and say, all right, here we go. Here's a home stretch for Horizon League Championships. October 28th here at Oakland in the Khaki Cousins Golf Course. As we sit here today, as we record this, is October 4th. October 28th, between the 4th and the 28th. What's the plan? What has to happen? Where do you need to be? Well, um, today we had probably our toughest workout of the season um, this morning. And uh, that tells you that, you know, we're still working hard. We have big goals and, and, and you can't just start saying, let's start resting up now. So we're going to continue to work hard. We're going to continue to put quality work in. Uh, we will start uh, kind of slowly reducing our overall volume. Uh, the intensity will start going down a little bit. I always say you want to give them their legs back. That's that's the term sure. we, we're using in our sport. Give give the guys their legs back, and and uh, they'll appreciate that. But you know the the thing that uh, there's a, there's a saying um, in our sport that uh, that goes um, you know it, it it's always painful when you race. It's it, you know it's, when you race, it's always going to hurt. And uh, you don't train to to learn to race without pain. You train to learn to race with pain. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, no matter what you do at, at the end of the season, when you get to your bigger races, you're still going to be in pain. You're still going to have to push through that pain. You're still going to have to learn to manage it, um, just like you do throughout the season. But you hope by the end of the season, by kind of bringing their volume down a little bit and reducing the the, the workload on them, that they're they're managing it better they're they're able to push through that pain barrier a little a little more efficiently because they're you know they're a little more fresh their legs are getting back under them so that's the thing about our sport is is you know learning to manage that pain level and and accept it and push through it that's going to make you the best athlete in this sport you can be and and so we'll continue to address some of that in training and we're definitely not going to back off and say Okay, the work's done. I mean, it, you know, the last time we talked on the well, actually a couple of podcasts ago, when when Bryce was on, we talked about all the work being done, and you said, you know, we're nine weeks out, and you know, like like we were talking about, the summer had to be big for these guys to be in great shape. But there's still a lot of fine tuning that has to happen over the next, you know, two to three weeks before we really start kind of cutting things back. So we'll continue to work hard. We'll continue to address um, their health. Um, continue to preach that they're sleeping and, and eating right and, and stretching and, and um, you know, drinking their orange juice and all that stuff mm-hmm. that we hope will keep them as healthy as possible. And, and uh, the, probably one of the biggest factors is you getting into the tougher part of their semester. So you've sure. got to try to keep their stress levels low, keep them on top of their studies and not let that, that drag them down and drain their energy level because that can, that can very easily happen. So, I'm I'm amazed and, and I respect the heck out of every one of these athletes that they're able to do what they do with the schedules that we keep and the volume of, of training they're doing. I mean, these guys are putting in 90, 95, 100 miles a week. I mean, it, it, it <laughs> you think about not only you think not only about the amount of miles of running that is, but the amount of minutes that sure. these guys are on their feet every week putting in 100 miles of running a week. Hey, go run to Saginaw. Right. I mean, it's, it's like <laughs> try to fit that into your schedule, yeah, you yeah. know, the average person. So um, it's a challenge day in and day out for these guys to manage their bodies, and it's up to them to do it properly. But we try to give them everything we can from a, a resource standpoint to help them through those, those tough moments, those tough weeks, those tough days. And uh, that's what's great about having a senior-laden group is they know what they're doing, and they're not learning on the fly. So we're expecting that they're, they'll manage things well over the next three weeks and, and uh, kind of been there, done that type of deal. But this is uh, this is the time of year where it counts the most, and you gotta, you got to 
pay attention to all those little things. Well, Jake, there it is, man. You you ready to rock or what? I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah now we got now we got to try to keep him calm for <laughs> the next three weeks. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, keep him on the leash a little bit. Yeah, there's no doubt yeah. about that. Well, Jake, I appreciate you carving out some time out of your schedule. I know you're busy with classes, running 100,000 miles a week, everything that you're doing. No, I appreciate you uh, carving it out, man. Thanks a lot for joining well, us. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Coach Paul Rice, as always, yeah, I you, appreciate you. And, uh, again, everyone, if you want to get more of this, all you got to do, go to the Golden Grizzlies iTunes page on your iPhone. All you got to do is search Golden Grizzlies. Click subscribe, and you're in there. SoundCloud.com as well. Search Golden Grizzlies. You can listen to all of these episodes that we have going on. Until next time, my name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Thank you for listening to the Weather Bear Podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Well, see you later.